We back in the building, episode 14. Got my guys with me early on a Sunday morning. Got my cousin Charles with me. Got E back in the building. I owe E this episode because, man, we recorded the other day for like two hours, only for the audio to be jacked up, so I couldn't use it. But uh, today we're going to talk about boxing. And the reason why we go on the boxing route is because uh, I put a little snippet of me and Eric's conversation the other day on my Instagram, and he was calling out who he who he thought was top boxers of all time. And my cousin Charles wants some of that smoke because he don't agree with that list. So we're going to start it out today. Uh, Eric, I want you to uh, go over that list that you had the other day. You said it was a top uh, 10, right? Yeah, top 10. Let me find it real quick. So that, that list is so fucking garbage. Use my language on this Sunday morning. <laughs> I'm still hot about that list because, like I said, man, that Carlos Monzon character, man, I don't even know who he is. I know, I know it was, uh, I'm trying to get my other phone going. It was Floyd Pacquiao. It was Floyd Pacquiao, Carlos Monzon, uh, Ali was four. Uh, who the hell was five? I know, I know the rest of the list was Archie, uh, Archie Moore, I think is his name, De La Hoya, uh, Julio say uh Julio Cesar Chavez. Yeah, I got to find this list, man. See, these are all people that I don't know nothing about. So I ain't even gonna pretend to be no boxing expert. I'm really curious to see what your top ten is. <laughs> you said that. Charlie said he wants your personal top ten. Yeah. My personal my per- I'm I'm basing mine off of who I saw. I can't if if I'm going like from what I know, I can I of course I'm gonna have Ali yeah, man, there, but the, my top 10 fighters that I see, and this ain't even no particular order, but it's Floyd, Pacquiao, Roy Jones, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, I got Vanell Whitaker in there, uh, I got I, I Tyson. Damn, let me fucking find my list, dude. Because the other day when I posted the clip, you said... Floyd Mayweather was your number one. You had Pacquiao at number two, and then you said Ali. And that's when my cousin wanted to smoke because I'm going to agree with him in regards to I think Floyd Mayweather is overrated. I know I'm going to catch a lot of hell from whoever listened to this. I don't think Floyd is overrated, but the thing with Floyd is, to me, when Floyd first started boxing, Pretty boy Floyd. Like, he was, you know, he was, like, knocking down people. He was, like, punching in, and, you know, he was, like, on the offensive more. The thing is, when you start breaking his hands and things, he changed his gameplay around. And to me, I think when the heavyweights went down and some of the people who was one that talks about top strike get beat, because, you know, in boxing, once you had a loss record, it's like your value goes down. Floyd was, like, one who was undefeated still. So by doing that, it put the eyes on him. And that's when he changed he changed his persona to Money Baywell to get more eyes on him. But at the same time with me with Floyd, the people that I can think of off my head that he really had a challenge with was he had a challenge with um he had a challenge with Shane Mosley. But see he fought Shane Mosley but Shane Mosley was kinda like out of his prime. He had a problem with Kodo. Um, let's see, what's the other guy's name? I told Adrian about it the other night. Um, he's from he's from um, Brooklyn too. The Bab Judah. Bab Judah. He had a problem with Sab Judah because Sab Judah was quicker than him. That's when they had that knockdown. They didn't count it. He got knocked down. 
They did. So my thing is with Floyd, what Floyd did in his later career, he said, man, man, since I got this undefeated streak, I can make as much money I can, but I get to choose what I want to do. Because we all know boxing's political. And his promoter going to make sure that he's in the best interest. So, for instance, I'll use Pacquiao, for instance. You fought Pacquiao way past when y'all supposed to fight. And then you talking about, well, you got to do blood tests. You got to get these certain types of gloves, stuff like that. I said, dude, come on, man. You making it work in your favor. Just like he fought Canelo. He fought Canelo for Canelo was even in his prime. He won't fight Canelo now. And so when he called himself the best and when he came back and fight Connor, I said, that's cool, man. You know you was going to beat Connor. Connor's not even, it's a science to boxing. Connor's an MMA fighter. He he don't know about just using his hands. Floyd know I do all it. That was an easy win for him. He said, I beat Rocky Marciano's record. They don't count to me. Because my thing is <laughs> boxing. You need to fight somebody on top of your prime. And I want the people like, if you're going to come back, that's why you try to come back now. If you're going to come back, fight Terrence Carl Crawford. Be him. You definitely get my respect then. But he don't want that smoke. That's really why I don't put him to grace all the time. Because he gets to choose who he fights. And that's always been my perspective as well. And like I said, I'm not going to pretend to be no boxing expert. I don't know the differences between the styles and all the belts and this and that. But for me, it's like, that's why I was telling you, E, the other day when we was talking about it. I was like, on that list that you had, Mike Tyson wasn't on that top 10. And that's why I was like, yeah. how can Tyson not be on that list? And Charles, you said it too. It's like Tyson was just intimidating. That doesn't necessarily mean that he was a, a great boxer, all-time boxer. And y'all spoke on the actual competition. You know what I'm saying? He was knocking out a bunch of nobodies. But for me, go go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're fine. Uh, to me, with Tyson, I think Tyson was very talented. Tyson was a great prospect. When we when Tyson came in the league, Tyson like 17, 18 years old. This dude like a grown man. So you knew he could be a machine. My thing is with Tyson, mentally, mentally, he needed people around his corner to make him feel great. He always had low self esteem. So when he was with uh, Casamato, Cuz made sure that, hey, you're the best, you're the best, this is the third. But my thing is with Tyson, and, and I, I, I said my list after this, this with me with Tyson is, Tyson really went off intimidation. So when he first started fighting, man, he was fighting, he was fighting people who wasn't in his league. They got to build him up. So when he started fighting people, he had intimidation in their, in their eyes, and he even said himself, he said, I'm scared to death. But he said, once I get in that ring and I look straight in their eyes and they break contact for me, he said, I got him. I remember and him saying that, yeah. And, and, and that time, he wasn't really fighting nobody. The only people he fought that was some some names, Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes been, he old. <laughs> Larry Holmes was one. But he, but he was kind of washed up when he fought him, man. It was, his, 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 his was pretty much done. Yeah, that's why. That's why I, mean, I ain't going to cut you out. That's like I was telling, hey, man, like, Tyson came in at the wrong time, and you can't fault him for that. You know what I'm saying? Because the heavyweight division was 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 basically so watered down because there wasn't no dominant heavyweight in that division when he came up. Uh, when he came in, I mean, they was they was speaking on uh, Michael Spinks being the best heavyweight at the time when Tyson came in, and I and, and I don't even agree with that. Not at all. At all. I don't agree with that. The only thing you know what I'm saying? That, that's the that's the only knock 
to Tyson is just the names that he fought. It's like I was telling, hey, you know, when 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 he became the youngest heavyweight champion, undisputed heavyweight champion, I might add. You know what I'm saying? There was only two fights that everybody wanted to see when he was the heavyweight champion. One being Evander Holyfield. Oh, Evander Holyfield. But that wasn't the money fight. The money fight was supposed to have been him and George Foreman. They couldn't get that fight together, though. Because, see, Big George had, had came back, you know what I'm saying? He was knocking cats out. But those was the two, those was the only two fights in the early 90s that everybody wanted to see was Mike Tyson and George Foreman or Mike Tyson and Devin Holyfield. Now, granted, of course, of course, we had the bump in the road with the with the whole Buster Douglas thing. <laughs> you know, arguably, the, the, the greatest upset and maybe in sports history <laughs> Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't compare no upset to that, dude. I'm sorry. But that that's that's the only knock that everybody keeps knocking Tyson for. But with that part right there, I'm glad you brought Doug kind of told Adrian this. <clears throat> when he fought Buster Douglas, he didn't take it seriously at all. He didn't have nothing. Nothing. But my thing with Tyson, that's where I said I don't put him up there <laughs> because the way Tyson was shaping his height and his reach with his hands, Tyson has to be 100% perfect on his game. Oh, yeah. If not, he's going to get beat. And it showed with Buster Douglas. Buster Douglas had a nice jab. He had length and everything. Buster Douglas lost his mom, so he had motivation. Oh, yeah. So my thing is, Tyson went on his game, and it showed. And to me, that was like a crack in his shield. But it wasn't until he fought around the Holyfield to where his confidence went away. He even said it himself. He said, I knew if I could beat around the Holyfield, I'm the greatest. I know I'd be a giant. Because the name of Vernon Holyfield, Vernon Holyfield was just a nice guy. He, he wasn't controversial nothing like that. And the name of Vernon Holyfield, this is where I put him over Ali. I mean, not Ali. Over Tyson is because Vernon Holyfield was a cruiserweight. Uh-huh. He could have been the greatest cruiserweight all time. Everybody know yep. that. He yep. won heavyweight champion. So the thing is, he was the first boxer who used weight bodybuilding to build his body up to go to heavyweight. Yeah. Or it's gonna hold went through. Even when Ben Hogan was getting beat, he didn't he he didn't quit. So when Tyson got to him, they they thought it was gonna be an easy match because Ben Hogan got that hepatitis and his heart and stuff like that. So yep. when they tried to fight him, he saw Ben Hogan was tougher than he thought. Don't hook yeah. around. When he when he saw they said, dang, man, this dude is better than me. <laughs> Let me so take a bite out of him. <laughs> he been because he wanted to get out of the fight. Yeah. So my thing with Mike Tyson is I think he came at a good time because he was explosive. He was young. He went the culture. Like yeah. when you, and hip hop was with him. Welcome to the yeah. like all this stuff was going on. Yeah. Like he was behind him. Just like yeah. Wilder Wilder is probably still why. But, like, the thing is, how wild it was. But the thing is, with Tyson, I said, he had to be on a perfect game. And Cuss knew that. When Cuss died, he had bad management. It was on a matter of time until somebody was going to get him. But see, the thing with that, whole, that Holyfield fight, man, see, he wasn't going to go in there and intimidate Matt Holyfield. <laughs> Holyfield was a different fighter than all the fighters that Mike Tyson fought. And then you got to think about this, too. Mike Tyson, the brawler. You know what I'm saying? If a, a boxer is going to outbox a brawler, you know what I'm saying? Because a brawler is basically depending on that one punch that's that's going to get him the victory. 
And with that first fight, we ain't even going to talk about the second fight because he just wasn't in the right bench with that fight. But that first fight, you've seen it. Like, a Holyfield was, was he basically took Mike Tyson's screw, man, from round one till till when he knocked him out. He didn't back him down. He didn't back down. That's what yeah. Tyson, like, when Tyson coming forward, Holyfield came for, okay, we're going to bang it out then. Yeah. Like, right. And another thing with Tyson, I think when Tyson first came up, he used more skills. He he used, he was shucking and driving. He was, to me, he had the best trainers in his corner. Now, be this. Two different weight class, two different weights on Mike Tyson. At 218, Tyson, because that's what he was normally at. Yeah. 218, it was way different than the 225, 230 Tyson. That's true. Head yeah. movement and speed. Yep. Way different. And a lot of people didn't get that. Because, like, my cousin my cousin pointed out, he said, man, Tyson is a different fighter now. Of course, he's older, but that weight changes a lot. Because when he was 218, dude, like, he was his speed. His speed was like, shit, like a fucking middleweight, dude. Mm-hmm. Defense, head movement, he was moving around, man. Dude, like, he, he was scary, man. Mike Tyson's scary, man. And it's like I said, man, about Tyson. Like I said, his only nine dude, he came in at the wrong time. Of course, it was exciting for us to watch because we needed that because of the culture and all that stuff. But he came in at the wrong time. That's why a lot of people knock him, like possibly being in the top 10, top 5, possibly even top 15. But at the same time, it's like I'm telling people, throw it away, throw it away. You can't knock him for when, you know, the the, the time he came in. You know, because he, he, at the end of the day, you still got to beat him regardless. That's true. Right. That's true. And to me, I looked at Tyson as a version two of Joe Frazier. Yeah. I, I saw him as a better Joe Frazier. Um, but this come to my list. Now, I know you say you looked at people that you saw growing up, and I, I get that. I went more deep than that. I looked at, like, pound for pound, because, like, when I grew up, my daddy had me on box. So, like, I knew all fighters and stuff. My daddy used to talk to me about them all the time. So, my top 10 goes off the best pound for pound who have the most influence on the fighters that we love today and when we was kids. So, I'm number one, Sugar Ray Ross, hands down. The reason why I said was Sugar Ray Ross, at that time, you had no fighter Sugar Ray Ross. Sugar Ray Ross can dance. Sugar Ray Ross can knock you out with both hands. He can knock you out going forward. He can knock you out going backwards. He can hurt you in your stomach. Also with Sugar Ray, well, people, but if you look at the, the 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 history books on him, he lost his first match against uh, Jake LaMotta. The reason why he lost his first match is because he couldn't get nobody's weight class. He had to go up. So he had 17 pounds against him. Yeah. And he won like 80-something fights before he lost that match. Then he yeah. came back and beat Jake LaMotta. So the thing with Sugar Ray Robinson is, okay, if I lose, I take that. But when I come back, I won't get mine back. Also, if it wasn't Sugar Ray Robinson's fight style, we wouldn't have no Ali. True. <clears throat> or no. Well, Ali, especially with his Cassius Clay. Because like that, that's when Ali was, he was unstoppable. Yeah. yeah. He imitated Sugar Ray Robinson, the way he yeah. danced, the way he punched. All that came from Sugar Ray Robinson. So to me, I think he's the greatest of all time, pound for pound. Because you, you got, well, Sugar Ray Robinson, you wouldn't have no Leonard, you wouldn't have no Floyd, you wouldn't have any of them. You wouldn't have no Sap Judah, everybody wants Sugar Ray Robinson. My number two. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you finish with your list, 
I'm gonna play devil's advocate. So I've been seeing these lists and it's a few people that I follow on uh, social media and stuff and they've been having this boxing conversation and stuff too. So with everything that you just said, why is it that his name doesn't come up amongst the greats? Because you, uh, the majority of people immediately say Floyd because he's undefeated. Because people today don't do their research. They go off what they see now. A lot of these people are younger. So they're, they're like 90s babies. But if you really love the sport, if you talk to any young fighter today that has somebody in their corner reading those sport in history, I guarantee you they're going to say, we're going to look at some tapes on Sugar Ray Robinson. You're going to see how he did things. Always been, he always been the first the first strategy. So in today's time, people say, that's the same way when you talk about basketball walker when they had Steph Curry in there. Why do you think that? Because you got people today, Charles, don't really know about basketball back in the 80s. Hey, hey, I don't mean to cut you off. It's, it's for you, hey. Dude, Sugar Ray Robinson. This is his record, bro. 274, 19 losses, and I'm guessing six, maybe no decisions or draws, but 174 victories, yeah. bro? Dude. That's hey, crazy. Bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Pictures of Adrian. It was one time, one of us he had when his pump. Okay, so he fought at 160 something pounds at the time. He went up to fight the light heavyweight champion who had like almost 20 pounds on this dude. The dude was going to get the title and do something never happened because of the heat. He couldn't come out. <laughs> That's all right, he lost. And the dude killed the guy in the ring on accident because he had so much power in his hands. <laughs> So, so see, and, and and that's what I'm saying. It's like that's something that I definitely didn't know. I didn't know the record. I don't. I don't know the background. But it's like, like you said, people are almost prisoner of the moment because yeah. every time you look up, Floyd is the coldest. Floyd is the greatest. He's 50 and oh, he's never lost. He's a he's a defensive wizard and this and that. And I'm like, when I look at Floyd fight, it was such a boring experience i'm like i don't want to watch this because to me it's like all he does is just dance around and then wait to the last minute and then he tries to go in and get his little punches and he's trying to win on the scorecard and i'm like hey, I'm, I'm gonna cut you off i'm glad you brought that up with defense that's where i say do i think Floyd's one of the greatest all time no i think Floyd's one of the greatest defenses all time absolutely and like i said i understand the objective is to hit and not get hit <laughs> But it's like, come on, bro. Like, you sitting here hugging the whole match. Like, I I can't get down with that. And that's why I was like, I've never been a big fan of boxing. And for Tyson, it was just exciting. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I've always thought boxing was, was you get in the ring and the objective is to try to knock your opponent out. But in reality, you got to come in there with a strategy. And even if you don't knock somebody out, you win on the scorecard based on your, your technique. It's all, it's the science. That's what people need to understand. It's the science of boxing. So, knockout, defense, uh, ring IQ, uh, just the overall mental game. Cause a lot of stuff is mental. Yeah. It's the science of it. Not everybody can do it. And so, and so like with me, I like excitement and everything. And that's where I with Floyd. I think Floyd's exciting when it comes to, like, defensive, because I'm one of the people, like, when I see a Floyd fight, 
I like to see in slow motion. To see how he dodging these punches and coming in, it's beautiful to see. But that's from a defensive stance and his IQ. And it really comes to people who's in his corner, too, because he comes from family of boxes. Yeah. They have the blueprint. Yeah. So that's the reason why I say he's great defense all time, but not the greatest all time. Because honestly, you were a little bit I got you. Go ahead with your list. I ain't mean to cut you off. But yeah, but number two, Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis. If you look at the books and stuff, how he fought back then, man. First, he broke the barrier. Jack Johnson was the first one, but he really broke the barrier. We're like, hey, African Americans can do this. We can get respected from it, which they kind of screwed him over the government. But the thing with his heavyweight reign, I think he went undefeated for seven. I mean, he he defended the top for seven years, <laughs> and he took on all comers. You can't beat that either. And then he got beat by Billy, who was a Nazi at the time. He got beat by him, and then he came back and beat that guy. He got told yeah. that my own will fight Smelly. I got to beat him. That's yeah. hard. That's like, he go ahead. He was a heavyweight champion 12 years straight, 37 to 49. That smelling fight, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Hey, you ever get time? Hey, watch that shit, man. Cause like the first fight, I mean, you can call it for what you want to call it and shit. But when uh, Lewis came back, <laughs> uh, Lord Jesus, they they Germany didn't even want smelling to come back to the country after he lost. They said he was screaming like a girl and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And he beat the first round. That's yeah. Beat the mess out of him, but. Joe Lewis, to me, is like, he didn't, when I saw him really lost a fight was against Rocky Marciano, but he was older. He was beat up by all the government stuff. He was old, man. He did it for money. Like, to me, it's like, this dude had a, a, a era the last a decade. You don't know me heavyweights doing that. He was going right. to folks. Right. So, number three, Evander Holyfield. I, I'm a I'm a big Evander Holyfield fan. Like, I love, I love that he's a good guy. I love he doesn't quit. <laughs> Any challenge in front of him, he's going to do it. And the reason why I put him above Ali because he did what Ali couldn't do. He won the title five times. True. He won the title five times. So my thing is, like, to me, that put him up there. Uh, number four, Ali. We got to put Ali in there. Now, don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people say Ali Grace because what he did outside of boxing. I get that because that, that's beautiful. But I'm going off Ali when he was Cassius Clay. <laughs> when he was Cassius Clay, he couldn't be hit. Even if he did get hit, he had a good chin. Yeah. He knew how to psych people out, and he was through combinations, man. Like, I think if it weren't for him getting in trouble with the government, oh, man, he would have that talk so hard. But here's the thing, though. But here's the thing. Hold on, hold on. E, I'm going to let you jump in here, too, because you you from Louisville. It's like the, the whole government situation, that wasn't his fault. That's just the times that we was living in. Like, he didn't necessarily do anything wrong, in my opinion. No, he didn't. They was just trying to use that man as an example. Correct. And I think that's where our people put him as the greatest way that I saw the box. I'm going off pure skill. <laughs> yeah. I'm going off skill. So I'm going off when he was Cassius Clay. Because when right. he was Clay, he, he was at the top of his, his, his prime. When he came back, he really went off IQ. That's how he beat George Foreman. And but because he did that, he beat up his body. Because he 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 just was late. 
he let them beat on him, and then he came back real quick. So he had fairies, uh, fairies coming in. He he wasn't like it the whole time. When he's cast clay, when he be suddenly listening, woo. <laughs> you know that. Which time though? The first one or the second? Okay. The first time though, woo. I mean, he beat the mess of saying, "Let's say this ain't trying to cheat." Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work. Yeah. So he's number four, number five, Mike Tyson, which we all talked about. Mike Tyson. I put him as number five. Because he was a big influence, and I, I'm like you, I think he was the wrong time period. Number six, Roy Jones Jr. Ooh, Roy. Roy. His name don't me. get mentioned a lot either, though, and that's what I'm saying. It's hey, like bro, I'm, I'm gonna say this, bro. When you become a middleweight champion, mm-hmm. undisputed light heavyweight champion, and a heavyweight champion, bro, in your career, hands down, you you do deserve to be on that top ten list. And the crazy thing about it is the list that I that I saw, his name ain't even on it. That's crazy. Because they they came back because he started losing a lot in his later career. But that's because he didn't want to let it go. His kind of his prime, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't use that. I said, look at his prime. Look who he beat, man. I said, dude, yeah. it was like he had a different style and everything. You don't talk about a fighter that ruled the division. He ruled the middleweight and light heavyweight division, bro. Like I don't even count that that Griffin loss, that the, 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 uh, the disqualification. And I thought, I mean, I understand you got to go by the rules, but I thought of BS. And he came back and destroyed him in the next fight. Um, to me, the way he fought, cause he really didn't fight in defense. That was the downfall. He always used just offense. He never fought defense. And for him to do that, and he always had his hands down and stuff, and how he boxed. Dude, not everybody can do that. It was beautiful. And he right. said, I used to have chickens on the farm, and I said, I saw how they moved, and I used that as my boxing style. He made it. Right. <laughs> Bar none. Number seven, Bernard Hawkins. Bernard Hawkins is the greatest middleweight all time. He, I think, I think did he win the heavyweight title, too? No. Uh, nah, he, he won the lightheaded title. Okay. Bernard Hawkins was a beast. For Bernard Hawkins to be in prison and change his mind frame and, and, and use that to be one of the greatest, beautiful. The reason why I got him after Roy Jones because Roy Jones beat him. That's the only reason why. Because right. they fought later. I don't count that. Okay, John. Let's go on the prime. I said that. <laughs> Let's go on the prime. So Bernard Hawkins, number eight, Julio Chavez. Beast, he won like a hundred something fights too. That was that's what I was telling. Hey, he won like eighty something fights before he even took his first L. Yeah, and that L he took was controversial with that. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, when people were talking about Oscar beat him. I said Oscar got him when he's older. Who who's sure. that dude? Who's that dude? Was it was it uh dang, Taylor when he fought? Yeah, Taylor. yeah, that guy. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Taylor was lighting him up. But at the same time, he said, why they do that Taylor? took away from Taylor. I mean, that is true, but at the same time, he will beat the mess out of Taylor. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> started to look all messed up, and Taylor hasn't been the same since then. He's, he's slowing everything. Dude was a beast. Number nine, Ray Leonard. After Ali, we didn't see nobody with char- like charisma like that until Ray Leonard came. Fast, quick on his feet, frustrate you, always nice guy. If he lost a match, he'll come back. Roberto Duran, he got beat. He came back. He said, "I want that fight. Love it." 
because he he don't care about the money because he could have stayed retired. He said, no, it's not the money. I won't be the great. Without him, you wouldn't have no Sab Judah. You wouldn't, because I think they looked at him. Sab Judah, Floyd Mayweather, and Floyd wouldn't be take winner. Mm-mm. Floyd got eight up. Number 10, Roberto Duran. <laughs> Roberto Duran. Beast. The man is the hands of stone. The man who knocked out a horse. His own yeah. hand. <laughs> knocked out a horse? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Yeah. What a wait a minute. No, I need some information. What are you talking about? He knocked out a horse. Yeah. The dude was from Panama, so he was on the streets. He was really poor. And he used to fight on the streets a lot and he got noticed. But like at the time, he would demonstrate punching out a horse. That's how hard he punched. And the dude was only like 100. And I, think, I think at that time, he was like 130-some pounds. They called they call him the hit for that reason. Uh, and the dude won like 100-some fights. And that dude came back and won multiple titles, too. He didn't retire until he was like 50-something. So, so let me ask you this. And E, this is where I'm, I'm going to let you chime in. Because just going off the conversation me and you had the other day, I didn't hear Pacquiao. And if I'm not mistaken, I didn't hear Floyd. Or did I? Nope. Because without Roberto Duran, you wouldn't have no Manny Pacquiao. Because <laughs> Manny fight the same way. I, it's like I said, hey, man, when you look at Pacquiao's career early on, dude, Manny was losing his first couple fights, bro. Yeah, he, like, he, he, didn't, he didn't come in and start dominating and shit. He didn't start dominating realistically until... But like Floyd moved out of the lightweight division and went up the welterweight. Cause um he had problems with Mor- Morales. Yeah. Morales, they fought three times and Marquez. So yeah. he didn't get his prime to Floyd left. And like I said, you know, it took him a while. But I really do believe he, he went off his fight style with Burrow Direct. Like that is true. Yeah, man. That's my top ten list. Cause I go off like who they influenced, best pound for pound, why they was good as they were. And each one I named, they were special. Each one. So I'm going to ask you, E. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a good list, man. There's yeah, a, like Penel Whitaker. I love Penel Whitaker. You know what I'm saying? But I had to really think about things. I said, man, it's, it's tough. Um, Here's the thing about Sweepy, though, bro. I don't mean to cut you off. He was like one of the, one of the first. Of course, it was Tyson and Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh-huh. But Sweet Pea was like one of the first fighters like I really followed. Cause that's how my, my father, my brother, every time he came out HBO, we 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 locked in. Then you know I said that my daddy he'll send he'll send my sister and my mother, you know what I'm saying, to another room and shit. We in the living room watching Sweet Pea fight, dude. <clears throat> he was like one of the first fighters that I actually watched fight. And when you look at him, it's kind of like if, if it was if, if there ain't no him, it's just like what you said with 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 Sugar Ray. Like if he's not there, we wouldn't see him. The Floyd, the Zab Judas, and yeah. all that. That's like with Zab Judah. A lot of people don't talk about him, and and, and this yeah. is this is my reasoning for that. When he took that loss to Kasuzu, you didn't really hear Zab Judas' name like that. Mm-mm. He wasn't he wasn't getting the big money fights. He wasn't getting no title shots. No nothing. And and Zab Judah arguably at in his in his time was the biggest welterweight at that time. And then, you know, with Costa Zoo, he beat he beat Judah and then turn around and get his ass kicked by Ricky Hatton. And then Costa Zoo, he don't fight no more. Yep. I think the thing with Zab Judah too is that they didn't like him because he didn't go to protocol. They had Mike Tyson, 
And they said, oh, no, nah, he going to be in Nobody Ties. He going to be trouble. Nah. Mm-hmm. So you don't talk about him as much. But Zab, with, Zab got busy, man. Yeah. Floyd knows Zab. Floyd had problems with Zab. Bad. I have this argument all the time, man. Like, I I, I like Floyd. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 play, I, I don't, of course, I'm not going to be biased to say Muhammad Ali is the number one fighter. Greatest of all time, and, and he's blue. I'm not gonna say that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm going I'm going off of what you said. You know what I'm saying? How they influence boxing. I also yeah. go off their resume on who they beat. And arguably, it's like I told Adrian the other day. The, the the top three resumes that I've seen so far, dude. And I can't go all the way back because I have to do a little bit more research. But the files that I know, hands down, it's it's. It's Pacquiao, Floyd, and uh, uh, Ali because of the fighters that they beat. Now, granted, Floyd did handpick hit what last what, I said fifteen fights, fifteen to twenty fights. Well, so you didn't think- do that. But at the same time, you got to look at the names that he beat because hey, the way he did Diego Corrales, man, hey, and, and, and Chico was nice. Mm-hmm. Chico was nice, man. The way he did him. And then, of course, you know, he, he beat Sugar Shane, but Shane was, you know, he was, he wasn't Sugar no more. It was just Shane Mosley. Yeah. Uh, Floyd would have been done one for that bail. <laughs> that's what I said, bro. Like, it, it's it's bad because, you know, we want to see these fighters fight certain fighters, but we want to see it in the prime. Mm-hmm. I've always said when, when he fought Pacquiao, dude, that, that fight was five years too late. Very late. That fight should have happened in 20, uh, 2010, honestly. But, you know, honestly, in my opinion, I I know for a fact Floyd was ducking that man because Pacquiao caught fire. Dude was beating up basically everybody. You know what I'm saying? It was like the, the fighters that Floyd fought, Pacquiao fought him the next time and shit, and Pacquiao destroyed him. Mm-hmm. So that, 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 that could be like my only knock to Floyd is the hand-picked fighter. But at the same time, it's kind of like you got to look at the man's resume, man, on beat just like with Pacquiao, just like with Ali's, uh, you know what I'm saying, Royce. Of course, you, you can throw Evander Holyfield in there because he beat a lot of great heavyweights too. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't talk about Lennox Lewis, neither. That's all you're ready to say too. Lennox Lewis, and no, it was tough for me, man. Yeah, a lot of people don't talk about Lennox Lewis. You know what I'm saying? He don't, he don't get the... He don't get the, the the type of respect in boxing as he should. He is the NBA's Tim Duncan. Yeah. The, the thing about Liz Lewis, I feel embarrassed to Liz Lewis don't read him on chin. You hit him on his chin. Um, but he he was so big though, you couldn't get to him. Right. Now, but I, he I think he had uh, I think he had like what two losses. I know he lost to McCall, Oliver McCall. And then he lost to, to Rockman on that, that, that punch. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, bro, that the Tally Klitschko fight, yeah. Lewis is getting his ass kicked that fight. He was. He was <laughs> young. Uh, got a cut. Real bad cut. Yeah. That was the only reason why I stopped that. If it wasn't for that, the Tally Klitschko would have beat Lennox Lewis. I, I agree. Um, that's right. I put my top 10. Another honorable mention is, um, dang, I'm going blank. He retired undefeated. He got out. He said, "I'm done." Um, he was, he was in there on the Creed movies. You know what I'm talking about. He the one that beat him for his Mustang. 
Dang, what, what, what's his name? I'm going blank right now. Oh, shit. Uh, he's the light heavyweight. Uh, Daniel oh. Jacobs? Huh? Is it no. Daniel Jacobs? No, not Daniel Jacobs. Hey, no, Ward. Um, Ward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ward, yeah. Ward, yeah. I, he's an honorable mention because he was a beast too. And he left undefeated. But the thing is, he left where his record was still kind of young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he got out because he didn't want to take no damage. He said, I want to live my life. So I, I can respect that. You got to respect that, man. You got to. And, and like, it's just like with uh, no disrespect to uh, Rocky Barciano. And it's like I told Adrian, man, when he beat Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis is like 110 years old. So, <laughs> you, you, I mean, it's a notable victory because of the name. But come on, Joe Lewis, I mean, Joe Lewis is old as shit. What do yeah. you call uh, Rocky Marciano? And also, they said back then that Joe Lewis was fighting in smoke clubs, and he was he was on he was fighting for two months straight before he took that fight. No one's right, he took it because they guaranteed him a hundred thousand dollars to pay off his tech. It's um. I arrested him. Rocky Marciano, right. he said, I had to beat him in order to get the title shot because he still had a name. So basically, they, the America wanted to destroy Joe Lewis' name so Rocky Marciano could come in and be the all-great height. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, that is true, man. Like, I, I man, Rocky, you know, 49 and no, you can't take that away from him, man. Retired as a heavyweight champion, dude. I'm going to tell you another fighter that uh, retired middleweight uh, middleweight champion, uh, Joe Calzaghe. Yeah, Joe Calzaghe was dope. He, he was another one. It's just like the fighters now, dude. Like, my my favorite fighter right now, currently, that I like to watch is Canelo Alvarez. That's your favorite? And, yeah, to watch right now. And and it's like what you said. Floyd don't want that smoke. No. Not now. Not now. And, and if Floyd came back and he wanted that, that money, that's the money fight. It, it's either him... Okay. Or uh, you just said his name, uh, Terrence Crawford. That's my Crawford, Crawford, Crawford. I like, I love Crawford. I'm gonna tell you another fight that I like, man. I like uh, uh, Lomachenko. Lomachenko, he's another dope fighter. He's you know what I'm saying? I, I, I wish he'll move up because the division that he's in, dude. There's no great fighters, man. He's just gonna run through that division like, like it's nothing, man. He need to just go ahead and move on up to. Uh, Welterweight. Yeah. He's a he's the only fighter I know made people quit. Because yeah. the daddy said when he when he was training, he made him stop boxing while he do river dancing. To help out with his footwork. So he's yeah. he's hitting you with so many different angles and like people get frustrated. I forgot about Lomachenko. Because the reason yeah. why I do because he, he just demolished his division. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Lomachenko was nice, man. I, I just wish he'd move up, man. It's like, you know, Right now, in, in these classes, man, it's like the welterweight division just took over boxing. Yeah. Because it, 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 that's where all the best fighters is at, from 140 to 147, 154. That's where all the best fighters is at. Correct. And the heavyweight division is getting better, but I mean, Adrian had this talk. Adrian tell you straight up. When Tyson Fury first fight Wilder, I told Adrian, Tyson Fury going to win that. Tyson Fury got more skill. Wilder, Wilder, Wilder don't have no boxing skills, man. He don't. He don't. Wilder offensively is is a, a, is a taller version of Mike Tyson. Yep. <laughs> That's who he is. And, and it's so crazy because when I seen uh, Anthony Joshua fight out, the first fight I seen, I was looking at him like, dude, fight exactly like Lennox Lewis. 
Mm-hmm. He fights exactly like him, dude. And and it's like with him, dude, he don't really have no defense at all. You see how the Mexican did him and shit, man. We got in Ooh. and just start beating him up. He don't have no chin. And it's, it's like with, the, with this fight, like, supposedly supposed to happen with him and uh, Fury. I think Fury's going to beat him. Fury's going to beat him. Fury's on a different game, man. Yeah. He's very confident and like the way he fights, man, he fights like a like a, a lightweight. He's so yeah. quick. The only thing he'd be that quick like him. Yeah. And now that he's with uh 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 Stewart's nephew. Yeah. And then yeah. oh man, he's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be the next unified heavyweight champion, dude. That's that's one thing I hate about boxing now, dude, because these fighters, they select their opponents. You know, it's 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 not about the title no more. It's about the money. You know what I'm saying? Back then, you had champion versus champion fight. I remember the uh, when when Tyson became the heavyweight champion, it was due to a tournament, mm-hmm. and he beat all three champions. You know, he beat every single one of them. But they had it. They had it in the. Uh, I think they had it in the middleweight division one time in the '80s. See, that's what they need to bring back. That's what I want to see because you got certain fighters that dirt that they duck certain fighters, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it clearly shows. That's like with in the welterweight division right now. They trying to make this Spence and Crawford fight, but it's the promotion that's getting in the way. It's, you know, it, like Crawford, Crawford wants this fight now. With the welterweight division at the time, you had the four. It was four different champions. It was uh, Sean Porter. He was a WBC champion. And honestly, I thought that he didn't deserve that title when he got it. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't do anything to win it. I really thought Danny Garcia won that fight. Um, and then Spence was the IBF champion. Uh, another overrated fighter, that I, overrated fighter that I'm about to name one time. Overrated as fuck. Uh, he was the WBO. No, he was a WBA champion at the time, and then Pacquiao was the WBO champion. But he eventually lost it to uh, uh, the white boy uh, Crawford. Beat the dog shit out of him. Oh, you talking about the dude for Ireland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Pacquiao beat this man up so bad, dude. He had to go to the hospital, mm-hmm. and Pacquiao ended up losing the fight, which I'm not understanding. He lost it on a decision. All politics, man. Yeah, man. It's like they want to see. They. It's like they want to see certain people as champion. And it's like when you when 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 the certified to have the title for a long period of time, they do anything to strip that man of his championship, dude. But there's been a lot of fights where you 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 watch it, and it's like the champions that are dominating the whole fight. But when it comes to the the scorecard, it's like okay, hold up. How the hell did this fighter win? What the hell did they see that I didn't see? Correct. Just like with that triple. Canelo. That's how I thought with the first match. I said, a draw? What? No triple G won that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they did that because they want more money because the biggest odds. That's real. Yeah. That's the reason why I was boxing. That's what's hurting boxing today. That's what's hurting boxing today. That's right. They're not as big as they used to be. That's right. UFC and the MMA world came in because they fight the best. The only problem yeah. with the MMA world, they don't have the money back, which they will do. Because now yeah. you got that thing with ESPN and stuff like that. They're going to be up, they up there now. So yeah. the thing is, is like, 
I understand the record system of boxing, but to me, I don't really care about the loss record. What do you do afterwards? What do you change? How much did you achieve in that prime, that, that time frame? Because the boxers that I named, they all got all what they did to overcome their obstacles every time. And see, that's that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna put my two cents in, because I I agree with you, and that's where I feel like with today's society in all sports is oh well they're they're undefeated, and I'm like that to me is not the 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 tell all story like how did you become undefeated? So that's why when I look at Floyd, and I look at him ducking and dodging certain fighters when the odds would have been against him if he stepped into the ring and then you wait until they done lost a, a match or two and now you want to try to come after him, that to me doesn't make you the greatest. No, it makes you a smart businessman for your brand. They don't, they don't call you crazy. That's, and people are looking at me crazy when I say that. I say, dude, do you know boxing for real? Do you know boxing? I say, if you don't know boxing, don't talk to me. I said, you just ain't fooled the fluids in your face. Especially social media and stuff. Think about it. Can you imagine if social media was around when Mike Tyson got beat the first time? Can you imagine it being around when everyone would feel Mike Tyson fought? Ugh, they would have broke so many records. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just crazy because it, it's like... Oh, it came at the right time. That's it. He came. His record was at the right time because the Klitschko's destroyed the heavyweight division. It was born. They need to go somewhere. But it's <laughs> like... Got. I recall so many arguments during that time because I, I've always been adamant about saying that I think Floyd is overrated. And then the first thing somebody says, he got more money than you. And I'm like, I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Floyd got more money than everybody. Y'all just hating on him because he got money. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, come on, bro. Like that's him trying to put on an image. Like that ain't even got nothing to do with boxing in my opinion. Like he he's a character. Look at all my watches. Look at all my cars. Look at all this. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, to me, that's what's damaging the sport. And I've never been a big boxing person. And I heard y'all say that a few times, a few minutes ago. It's like people are after the money. Why do you yeah, think that no, is? No, that's what it's all about, dude. Back then, dude, people, the fighters was fighting for the titles and to make a name for themselves, for the history books, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at that middleweight division, dude. Back then in the 80s, man, with the top four fighters being Roberto Durant, Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, Marvin Hagler, and then another person that people rarely talk about, man, uh, 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 guy from Detroit, man. Uh, Hearns. That's what uh, talking about. Yeah, Hitman Hearns, man. A lot of people don't talk about him, dude. His problem was he can get there, but he would never get past that finish line. Yeah. That was his problem. Yeah, like I said, man, with the resume, because I'm looking at Floyd, uh, his wins, the fighters that he fought, and this is what we talked about last week, Adrian. And I told you, go from 25 on up. We ain't even gonna count, you know what I'm saying, one through 24. But here, here's the name names of fighters that he beat. He beat uh, Chico Corrales, Carlos Hernandez, Jesus Chavez, Jose Luis Castillo twice. Uh, Victorina Sosa, uh, Philip Endow, Endu, whatever his name is, Demarcus Chop Chop Corley, uh, Henry Brusselis, 
Arturo Gotti, uh, Sean Bay Mitchell, Fab Judah, uh, Carlos Baltimore, Oscar De La Hoya, Ricky Hatton, uh, Juan, Juan Manuel Marquez, Sugar Shane Mosley, Victor, Or uh, Victor Ortiz, Miguel Cotto, Robert Guerrero, Canelo Alvarez, Marcus Maidana twice, Manny Pacquiao, Andre Berto, and then of course, Conor McGregor. They don't count. Which don't count. <laughs> so it's like, okay, okay. If you if you just listen to those names and it's like, all right, I'm I'm gonna tip my cap. I'm a, I'm gonna show respect because he still beat him. I show respect, but he he didn't some of them he beat past a prime though. That's the thing. And that's how Judah, that's questionable. <laughs> that's how Judah's and and really the Cotto, cause I know the Cotto won the first six rounds. I'm gonna say seven. Fifty one hundred, dude. I, I'm gonna say, and the only reason why Cotto lost is because he got tired. Like <laughs> that was the only reason why he lost. Cause like Floyd Day was mad at him. He said, "Dude, yeah. you got lucky." Yeah. And that was a fight that, honestly, he should have took back. That's just like, hold up. You said that fight, this is another one. That first Carlos Maidana fight. This is when I questioned boxing and the politics. You're telling me, we fighting, right? You land more punches than I do. But I win the fight. Made no sense. <laughs> That's in politics. I, I, I'm trying to understand that, oh. bro. Like, how the hell you... I mean, it's, it's, it's cool for me, but... How you land more punches? And he and my daughter landed, I think, about 40 to 50 more punches than Floyd. But how the hell you you land more punches when I win the fight? And I can tell you another one. Sab Judah just said this on the interview recently. He said when they fought, you remember when Floyd's corner came in and tried to fight Sab's corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he got hit, uh, when it was a low blow. Yeah, I remember that. Right. Sab said, in them sense... Floyd should have got disqualified. He should have got the title. Yeah, he should have because you Floyd can't do that. Didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Dope conversation. If you, look, if you look at if you look at the fights that Floyd had, Floyd should have at least three or four losses. And it was a fight that he had. Uh, like, it was a fight that he had earlier in his career, man. He ended up knocking dude out, but dude was he was tearing his ass up. Let me find. Uh, Emmanuel Augustus. That's who it was. Floyd, and, that, was the, that was the fight before Chico. Floyd uh, ended up getting the te technical knockout. But Emmanuel Augustus was beating this man up, bro, from, from round one to when they stopped the fight. So, technically, Floyd should have at least three or four losses right now. At least. And then, you know how we do this, this, you know, they do, they do it in basketball to everything. And it was like, uh, would Floyd be undefeated if he fought in the 80s fighting against the middle heavyweight? And I caught so much smoke for what I said. I said, hell no, nah, he wouldn't go undefeated. I ran along with you. I caught smoke too. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now, if he fought uh, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard three times, I guarantee you he's going to lose two, if not three. Adrian, why did I say yesterday, Adrian? <laughs> yeah, you said it, dog. You said it. I guarantee you, bro. Mar Marvin Hagler is going to put, he's going to pan him in the corner. Mm -hmm. He ain't gonna get away from Hagler. Hagler, Hagler won that fight against Leonard too. Yeah, that's right. He 
retired because he knew it was, it was political. He said, no, nah, I'm yeah. done. I'm done. Yeah. He only lost one time. He said, I made my money. I'm going to Spain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's, that's, that's one thing I hate about it. One thing I hate about sports, period, man, is just the, the, the politics, especially in boxing, man. It's, it's, it's all about politics, man. You got the, these, these crooked-ass promoters who want just destroying boxing. You know? They won't let certain fighters fight certain fighters, dude. Because I, I, I'm telling you right now, the biggest fight right now that can happen is that Crawford and Spence fight. You know? I agree. They know yeah. what right now. We, we, we can talk about Fury and Joshua all day. Fury won't smoke. Joshua ain't going to fight him no time soon. Nope. And, and, the one, and then one thing I hate about Anthony Joshua, dude, and I caught this when he became uh, he became uh, uh, the WBO heavyweight champion, dude. He, he, beat, he beat that one white dude. I didn't uh, even know he was a heavyweight champion. But uh, a lot of people don't know this, man. And, and my, my youngin told me this. Anytime Anthony Joshua fight a fight, there's no rematch clause in the contract. Done. So, so if you're a heavyweight champion and you fight this man, you don't get a title defense. Yep. And they go off the thing with Joshua because Josh got a whole country behind him. It gives him it gives him leverage. But now with Tyson Fury, it don't because they now they're gonna say y'all gotta fight because it's the biggest fight ever. Yeah. But Joshua know Tyson Fury gonna get him the business. Yeah. You <laughs> know Fury go Fury will fight him over in England too. Yep. That Whitley Stadium. Um yeah. but the thing with the thing with Joshua, I do give him respect for being Ruiz the second time because he changed his game plan. But the only yeah. being Ruiz the second time because Ruiz was overweight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A was, lot. You could tell he was scared to get hit. That that fight reminded me of Lennox Lewis Rock Mine too. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, man. I know it's this great conversation. But hey bro, I'm curious, man. Definitely dope conversation. What? What? Curious about what? What's your what? Who's your top ten? I'm curious. I don't I'm telling you, like I I didn't do a top ten because I'm not familiar with boxing. So if, if I made a top 10, it would just be of the names that I was familiar with. Oh, do you still think Tyson is still up there after us talking? Yeah, because at the end of the day, and after this, we'll wrap it up. Until I see somebody with a, I told you this the other day, E, until I see a Mike Tyson punch out, a new uh, punch out game, ain't nobody better than Tyson. <laughs> well, Bill Hoyt's had a, punch, a punching game. And I ain't never seen it a day in my life, so that don't count. No. Hey, yeah, hold up. Hold up, though. I'm a one up, you know. Only Phil did have that on Sega. George Foreman had a boxing game on Game Gear. <laughs> he sure did. I ain't you know, never had a Game Gear a day in my life. Buster Douglas had a fighting game on, on Sega. He did. You know what? I do remember the Buster Douglas one. I do remember and that. And what you don't know, Adrian, you're talking about Mike Tyson punch out, but before that, it was normal punch out, and the person they used to promote was Larry Holmes. <laughs> they don't count. That do count. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my uh, respectfully disagree come in at right there. That's perfect. That's perfect. Y'all set it up perfect, man. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, man. Hey, hey. So, because I, I know you're going to do it, and I know you're going to hit me up. 
So whenever you do that, Jason Kidd, uh, all-time point guard, y'all already know to hit me up. It's coming because uh, my homeboy, Daryl, he wants to get in on that conversation too. So I'll definitely set that up. Huh? This kid is my favorite. He's my favorite point guard all time. He's my favorite. It's, it's the top five that they had. And when it comes to these point guards, man, they said that Stephen Curry is the top five point guard. So, so this, this this is my only beef with that. Of course, by position, he's a point guard. I get that. But he's not a point guard. He's not a facilitator. He's not... The facilitator on that team is Draymond Green. Correct. Now, it was it was a lot of it was a lot of stuff, dude. And like I catch so much heat for what I say, man. Like I'm gonna respect your opinion, dude, to the fullest, man. But you don't shit on mine. You know what I'm saying? That's why I have a problem. Because I like like I said, man, you you telling me that he's in a class with Isaiah Thomas, John Stockton, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd. Gary Payton, Pistol Pete, I can keep going, Magic Johnson. You're trying to tell me that Steph Curry's in that class? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. But we'll definitely and get I'm that not, set up. And, and no disrespect to that man's game, dude, but when they had the top five list, bro, and when I didn't see Jason's, Jason Kidd's name on that list, oh, man, I blew a head gas, man. <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, what, what the hell he didn't do? that he didn't deserve to be on that top five list. He's by far the greatest passer I've ever seen to play basketball outside of Magic Johnson. It's crazy, man. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely like, get that going. Like with Steve Nash, he don't get the respect neither, man. We'll definitely get that going, man. I appreciate y'all. That was a good conversation because y'all definitely educated me on a lot. I might have to go back and watch some boxing. Uh-huh. I'm going to send you some stuff, man. It's a, it's a boxing documentary on Netflix. I'll send that to you. I send you stuff by Shoe Ray Robinson. I, I got you. Good shit, guys. Hell yeah. No competition. Amnesia coasting. Yeah. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine.